This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Presented by Kaleida Health. Welcome back to One Bills Live. We are in our final hour of our Friday show. We're going till 3 o'clock. Maddie Glab alongside Steve Tasker. And our final show before we hit the weekend. We've got a fresh slate of shows next week. I'll be on with Steve Tasker on Monday afternoon as well as we all take some vacations and trips. That's right. Rightfully so. Definitely earned. In this hour of the show, we'd like to bring on a good friend of the show, NFL Films senior producer Greg Cosell, who also co-hosts ESPN's NFL Matchup, is joining us now. Greg, we are so happy to have you on with us. I know, I mean, we wish we were talking about an upcoming <laughs> Super Bowl matchup yeah, yeah. right now. We're lamenting Instead, the fact that we've got we're the... we're talking f- about the offs. Yeah, we're lamenting the fact that we all have a free weekend because we were actually <laughs> making other plans and they fell through. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, uh, unfortunately, I mean, it's nice. I'll probably have a little bit of a free weekend, but uh, I head down to Phoenix on Wednesday because we always shoot the matchup show on site right. the day before the game. So kind of looking forward to that. That'll be fun. We also love that you're repping a Bill's hoodie. We're all yeah, you know, I, I did it for you guys. Stuff. Appreciate I had to, it. I had to, you know, yeah, we we probably got to. You got to have a closet full of all thirty-two teams, though, right? I mean, you got to. You just. I don't point. actually. I don't. It's not. It's not alphabetical, and you go A for the. Oh no, I I don't. But well, uh, but I love this. This is great. Well, we got we're we're neck deep in the off season already. Yeah. I know you got to still deal with the Super Bowl, but we're talking about stuff and you know pending free yep. agents, free agents for the Bills. And one of the questions we've got going on has to do with, you know, obviously Tremaine Edmonds, who, you know, Bills, he's been polarizing for Bills fans since since day one. Um, you know, he's this big, huge physical um, guy who's in the middle of the right. defense. The team really loves him. Uh, fans are not enamored with the way or his style of play. But when you ask around other teams, other teams covet a guy like him. They, you know. He'll command a big number on the free agent markup. How important is he specifically to the to the defense? Do you think? 
You know, I think players like that are really important. They're, they're not impact players the way fans think of impact players, Steve, because he's not used as a pass rusher very often, so he's not going to have high sack numbers. Rarely in their scheme is he asked to cover tight ends, uh, which is obviously a marquee and a very visible thing. So, uh, you know, he's really an anchor in the middle of the defense, and, and every team needs one of those players. Now, People can debate whether that player should demand X amount of dollars or not. That's a debate for each and every team. You know, that's a different question. Um, but I think in the context of what they do and what he's asked to do, he does it very well. Is he, you know, one of those big-time impact middle linebackers? You know, is he Luke Keekley when Luke Keekley was with Carolina? No, but he's a, he's a really solid player, and I bet if you spoke to Leslie Frazier, which maybe you have, he would tell you that he's a really important piece to this defense. I'm sure it's not as simple as this, but a lot of people are having the conversation of, okay, Tremaine Edmonds is a free agent, and so is Jordan Poyer. So Tremaine Edmonds or Jordan Poyer spoke about uh, uh, the impact that Tremaine uh, Edmonds has on this defense. But what about Jordan Poyer? What type of impact does he have this year? Oof. He played as as – one of one yeah. kind of in that defense because Micah Hyde was not a part of the defense this season with that injury. But Jordan Poyer was also in and out of the lineup with in injuries, but played through a lot of that and proved that when he was on the on the field, the Bills usually won the game. Now, I, I would argue, and again, I always I always feel like there's things. Well, not I, I always feel I know there are things I don't know that if I was speaking to Leslie Frazier or a defensive coach, that they would tell me things I couldn't possibly know because I'm not part of the process. But I would I would argue just based on the NFL today that Jordan Poyer and that position is ultimately a more important position than Tremaine Edwards. I would make that argument um, just based on, you know, looking at the whole league, that in today's NFL, that safety position is really, really critical. And Jordan Poyer, to me, is a really solid football player. Um, you know, when Hyde and, and Poyer are healthy, you know, that's as good a safety tandem as there is in the league. And I think that's really, really important to the success of this defense. And you you talk about other defenders who you kind of – the conversation always comes up when a guy like uh, an Ed Oliver gets to the end of his rookie deal, how good sure. has he been? Has he met expectations? Uh, certainly he's the kind of guy who has played a ton of reps and gotten a ton of playing time for the Buffalo Bills. So if he's gone, whether you like him or not, it's a huge void they have to fill. Uh, give us an idea of your thumbnail about – Ed Oliver, what he is, what he can be, and and how the team uses him, and and how yeah. you know what he means to other teams who face him. Well, it's funny just to really quickly respond to something you said, which I talk about all the time. You know, so many fans want players. Oh, you know, we should get rid of him, and that's always easy to say, Steve, as you know. But then you got to line someone else up, right? And then you know, it's always not that easy. Um, but you know, I think here would be the question about Ed Oliver, who I think has played overall pretty well and certainly has shown flashes of being, you know, a, a, a dynamic, explosive interior player. But I think when you draft a defensive tackle early on in the draft, which he was a he was a top 10 pick, was he not, if memory serves yeah, me correctly? He was yes, he's ninth overall. Ninth overall, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think in today's NFL, when you draft a defensive tackle, an interior defensive lineman in the top 10, what you're expecting is – is high caliber pass rush. Um, and 
one could have that serious debate as to whether he has done that in his career. Now, he's had moments for sure, um, and he's a very good run defender. He's, you know, he's he's always been viewed as that classic three technique, one gap player, which is the way they play their fronts. They predominantly play over fronts, which means the three technique is to the strong side of the offensive formation. Sometimes he'll be a one technique, but he's a gap player. That's what he is because he's got great quickness off the ball and great explosiveness off the ball. And we've seen that throughout the years. But the big question is, how do you ultimately feel about him as a pass rusher? And I think in the minds of many, and the tape tells you this as well, that's where it's been kind of erratic. You know, you'd like to see him, again, sacks are not the be-all and end-all. It's not as if he has to have 18 sacks. But the question is, is he, cons- is he a consistent enough pass rusher for what you need at that position? And the conversation with him has been, you know, when he takes on double teams, he kind of disappears in the lineup or you don't see that production that you would want out of Ed Oliver, even when he's taking on double teams. But when Von Miller got hurt and was out of that defensive line rotation, what was the difference with and without Von Miller in terms Uh, of the defensive line pressuring the quarterback? Maddie, that's that was in many ways. Uh, a major deal with the season because Von Miller is one of the best pass rushers in the NFL and has been for years. And they did not have that guy. You know, they did not have a great four man D line pass rush. Once Von Miller left, they had moments. Every team has moments, but he was really the catalyst. And this is not a high percentage blitz defense. Do they blitz? Yes. And one thing they like to do is what we call four-man zone exchange pressures, where they drop out a defensive lineman and they add in usually Milano as the fourth rusher, but it's still a four-man rush. They're not a big five-man rush defense. They're certainly not a six-man zero coverage defense. So, you know, I think when you lose Von Miller, you really lose that edge rusher. But And not only that, guys, but you know it totally changes how offenses play against you. Von Miller has to be accounted for, particularly in certain situations. They did not have anybody on the edge who needed to be accounted for in that way. Yeah, that and no question, when he went down in the Thanksgiving game, certainly the Bills' defense changed. And, and I think yep. the, you're right. The, the way offenses viewed the Bills' defense – dictated different attack methods and and the bills yeah. you know had to deal with that and and certainly they were on a seven game winning streak at the end of the season but um you know they were winning a lot of games by by a single possession if you look now let's flip it over to the other side of the football um the conversations we've been having with our listeners and our fans and the feedback we've been getting and, and we've been putting it out there as well um uh, the bills need to upgrade and get a more dominant offensive line and more weapons for Josh Allen. So it sounds like yep. it sounds like they really struggled offensively. Well, they were number two in yards and number two in points. It's, pre- it's pretty good. It's a pretty good year they had. But there always was times when it looked like they short circuited. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on the Bills' offense going forward? Is it per- you know is it personnel? Is it scheme? Is it drops? And certainly turnovers were a big issue. You know what, Steve? It's kind of an enigma wrapped in a riddle here because you nailed it. They score a lot of points. But I think if you really study on film, as I do their offense, the things you said are absolutely true. The offensive line needs to be upgraded. It's 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 I would say uh, that it's probably in terms of talent average to below average. And I personally believe they have a great O-line coach in Aaron Cromer. So I think they need more talent. 
Um, I think in terms of weapons, yes, they need more weapons. Um, really, other than digs, who did you feel you could count on on a week-to-week basis? Um, and then the run game, you know, this is a Ken Dorsey question and, and probably a whole organizational question, is what is the run game going to be? You know, it's it, to me, watching tape, I almost felt like the run game was a case where, hey, we need to run the ball now, so let's hand it off because we have to throw in a few runs here and there. And if it happened to work in that given game, maybe they'd run it a little more. But I didn't feel like there was a strong marriage or connection between the run game and the pass game. Um, and, you know, as, as I think I've said to you and Maddie, you weren't I don't think you were on when I said this. It's very hard to live with. Let Josh be great every single week. And Josh is great. And we all got mesmerized myself. I think everybody by what he did in the two playoff games last year. And we started to think he was going to play that way every single week. And that's really, and Steve, you know this, you know, you played with a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's hard to do every single week in the NFL. And, you know, you need you need other ways to win besides your quarterback just being great every single week. Yeah, we, and I'll just say this, we, we always had the conversation week in, week out. You figure you're going to get digs and the other team was going to focus on him. And Bill's yeah. fan, and this is an illustration of what Bill's fans felt. Gosh, I hope. Gabe Davis has a good matchup this week, or I hope Isaiah McKenzie has a game this week, or I hope, you know, uh, you know, Sha- Khalil Shakir has a game this week. You never right. had this like, like I don't care if they can take Diggs away because we'll kill him with C.D. Lamb, or we'll kill him with T. Higgins, right. or we'll kill him with you know yeah, the other guy. And the Bills were looking for that guy. Yeah, and and I agree with that a hundred percent. You know. And and I just the run game to me is and again, I'm not suggesting that the run game, you know, that become the foundation of the offense. I'm not suggesting they morph into the Titans, you know, and give it to one back 25 or 30 times. But, you know, there are times just in given games where you need to line up and run the ball. How many times this year, Steve and Maddie, did we see the Bills being ahead by maybe even it was one score, you know, close games or ahead late third quarter, early fourth quarter, where you'd like to be able to line up, run the ball, eat a little clock, maybe you mix in a play action pass, and they would come out and throw three straight passes, and they'd punt, and literally 30 seconds would go off the clock. Right. Too many times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so when you have an offense like that where you want to be able to go to the run game to, to take time off the clock and to really – control the entire game in the clock you look to a player who hopefully can maybe grow into a bigger role next season in James Cook who could be involved in the run game and the passing game we we saw flashes of what he could do down the stretch and how he could be effective but that consistency isn't there yet hopefully it is in year number two for him but how much of a leap and how how big of a role do you think he's capable of taking on within this offense based on what you saw this season from him? Yeah, and that's a great question, Maddie. I mean, my guess is no one would see him as a quote-unquote true foundation back. In Mm -hmm. other words, a guy that you're going to give the ball to 250, 270 times. Um, And as I said, I don't think even though I believe the run game needs to be a more significant part of this offense are they ever going to be a true run first team where everything works off the run game so i think in that context cook could be a number one back um 
you know, I, I think he has the traits to do that uh, because you're not going to ask him, like I said, to have 22, 25 carries every week. And he really does give you a lot in the pass game. And he certainly got more playing time toward the end of the season. You started to see, you know, the reasons he was drafted in the second round. Um, and I think a lot of people had him as a player who would be drafted there. So I think he's an important player as they move forward. And it's an important offseason for how they decide they want to deploy him next year. You know, we're talking about now at this time of the year, um, you know, there's been some changes going on. Certainly the New England Patriots, everybody was hooting about the quality of their offense. And they had a couple of defensive guys calling plays over there, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Joe Judge, former head coach and, now, and special teams coordinator. And it did not go well. So they went back and got Bill no. O'Brien, um, brought another former – coach on the staff back for a second stint mac jones what did you see from mac jones certainly it was a a little bit of a regression from his rookie year which is surprising to a lot of people but how do you think this marriage is going to go between bill o'brien and mac jones and this patriot offense you know, I would expect it to go pretty well. You know, I've been fortunate enough to get to know Bryce Young a little bit. And I asked Bryce Young about Bill O'Brien and he loved him. He said, I love Bill O'Brien. You know, he lo I love everything about the way he coaches. So, you know, I would expect that to go well. Bill O'Brien, as you know, Steve, has been doing this for a long time. He's had a lot of success in the league. You know, things went south in Houston, not because of what he did as a coach, but because they had that whole issue with the front office and, you know, who should pick the players and who's the GM. Those are separate issues. That's not a factor now, you know, but he was there with Brady for three or four years. Um, he did a really good job in Houston with their offense. You know, he did obviously a really good job at, um, uh, at Alabama. He was the one actually at Penn State when Christian Hackenberg had the one great year as a freshman. So, you know, this guy has done a really, really good job with quarterbacks, and I would expect that to go well. I would expect Mac Jones, who from everything I understand, and I'm sure you've heard the same thing, I think Mac Jones wants to be coached hard. I think he's that kind of kid, and I think Bill O'Brien is that guy. Another team in the AFC East who added another big name at a coaching position is the Miami Dolphins. They add Vic Fangio as their defensive yeah. coordinator. And and this is a team who, who the Bills duked it out with this season. They went 1-1 one one in the regular season, ended up beating them in the playoffs by just three points. But these games always came down to the wire this season for the Bills. And I think we're expecting that going forward as the Miami Dolphins continue to get better. Do you think Vic can, can help the Dolphins' defense in the way that he's ran things before with different teams? Yes, and I think their defense will look different, and they'll have to study it hard because coaches coach against coaches, Maddie, as you probably now know. And Vic Fangio's defense is is different than what they were playing prior. They played a lot of man with a lot of pressure, and not that Vic doesn't play man or doesn't pressure ever, but his defense is not built foundationally around those two things. So it'll be a different defense that the Bills will have to prepare for in the division. He has. Vic does disciples throughout the league. So they've certainly played against a Vic Fangio style defense before, but now that it's in your division and you want to win those two division games, you really have to study that in great, great detail. I'm going to ask you about uh, the San Francisco 49ers. They're stuck in a, in a weird place. You hardly ever see this Yeah, a quarterback, their quarterback situation. Uh, Trey Lance, who started the season, got hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo took over and started playing well and got hurt. 
Then Brock Purdy, uh, who was Mr. Irrelevant, seventh-round draft pick. Nobody expected him to even take a snap or even be able to play. Won seven games for him to finish the year and got him to the championship game uh, and got hurt. What are the what do you you know what move is there for the Niners here and which one do you think in a, in a vacuum which guy's the better guy for them going forward? Well, Trey Lance will be the guy, and you know obviously they traded up to get him, Steve, and he's been there now for two full years, so he's going to get the shot. I think in an in an overall, if you're just looking at what each guy could do at his best. And, you know, we don't know about Trey Lance, but at their at his best, Lance gives you a more talented player. Um. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But, you know, unfortunately, the sample size is so small, we don't know. But in a sense, this is what they were waiting for. Trey Lance to be given the opportunity. Hopefully he stays healthy. And if he can reach that level, then Brock Purdy will probably be the backup as well as he played. And by the way, down the, the last couple of games, not counting the uh, the NFC Championship game when he didn't play that many snaps, Purdy started to show a couple of things that were probably a little concerning for Kyle Shanahan. You know, maybe things that could be corrected, but things that would have had to have been corrected. Um, but Trey Lance just has is a more talented quarterback than Brock Purdy. Another young quarterback and a team who has to figure out what they're doing at the quarterback position is the New York Giants and Daniel Jones. Uh, 
looking for deserving a long-term contract. Yeah. I mean, what he did with the Giants, 9-7 and seven is their regular season record. They they beat the Vikings in that first round of the playoffs and unfortunately don't make it beyond that. I think some of us were, were looking forward to, to watching what the Giants right. could do because Brian Dayball and Joe Shane are over there who used to be with the Bills. Several former Bills players also on that roster. Do you think Daniel Jones is the right fit long-term for the New York Giants based on the offense that they have? I mean, with Saquon Barkley, I know that's also a question mark up in the air for for him being a part of the Giants long-term as well. Well, they'll, they'll sign Daniel Jones, Mandy, because the bottom line is this is a great example of what we were talking about earlier. You know, some people might say, oh, you know, Daniel Jones, he's not a great quarterback. Well, you know, there's not a lot of great transcendent quarterbacks. They don't fall out of the sky. You got to line up and play. And Daniel Jones now, who's a smart kid, has a year in Brian Dable, uh, Brian Dable system, and he'll just get better. And the one thing that stood out is as the year progressed, they started to give Jones a little more uh, freedom. You know, they, they asked him to throw the ball more. Early in the year, they really were not doing that. This offense became much more Daniel Jones-based than Saquon Barkley-based, and I know he's a free agent as well. My guess is if they had to prioritize, they would prioritize Daniel Jones over Saquon Barkley because Jones will continue to get better in the context of this offense. He throws the ball well. He's got movement ability. You know, just because he's never going to be – Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow or, or a Justin Herbert, that doesn't mean you can't line up and play and win with Daniel Jones. Greg, it's Super Bowl week coming up. Enjoy your time. I know you're going to go down out to Arizona, so enjoy travel safety, and thanks for being with us. Oh, thanks, guys. Always appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Greg. Good talking with you. All right, that was Greg Cosell. Does a bunch with the NFL, ESPN NFL matchup. Um, always love having him on and love being a part of shows when he's on. Um, yeah. He knows so much about so many players. Um, yeah, true. And it's nice to hear from somebody on the outside that um, can yeah. dissect and, and look into some of the Bills' film on the season and, and give a – a fresh obje- take. Yes, an and it's also objective, take. right? Yeah. So he's not, yeah. you know, we talk about him all the time, and, and you, you tend to get a little bit wrapped up in you and I and, and Brownie, all of us here in, in our little, little you know, our, our, little, our little world here. Yeah. Uh, we talk about him and think about him all the time. It's nice to get somebody from the outside looking in. And it's right. And in this season, I guess the last thing we'll, you know, kind of came up again and again at this time of year, it's, it's okay to say, okay, we're going to say goodbye to this guy, but how hard is it going to be to get a guy like that back? You know, or who are you going to line up in yeah, that spot? Yeah, if you're saying bye, you also uh, need to you gotta sign say somebody hello. else. <laughs> yeah. You say goodbye, you got to say hello to something. And, and that sometimes is the best reason for not saying goodbye. Yeah, and the hardest reason to say goodbye uh, because you don't know what's out there. You don't know what's for certain if you're saying bye to somebody. Um, you don't always have that person lined up coming in here the next day. That could be solved through free agency or the NFL draft. So... That picture of what the roster is going to look like is going to start to take shape over the next several weeks. Uh, We still have some time as the scouting combine is the beginning of March and free agency begins on March 15th is that date, the start of the 2023 league year, March 15th. So still over a month away, but we'll be talking plenty about that 
over the next month as we approach that big date on the NFL calendar. All right, break time for us. When we come back, we'll dip back into our fan mailbag. If you have anything to ask us, give us a call here at 803-0550. We're One Bills Live, presented by Clyde Health on Buffalo Bills Radio. We're back here on One Bills Live and in our efforts to search for what the heck is going on this weekend in <laughs> Buffalo with That's no right. football being played or talked about mm. since we're in the off season. Steve Tasker, you found oh, yeah. a national holiday national that I think we all need to celebrate. Tomorrow, Saturday. Mm. Whatever it is, February. What is it, Dave? February fourth. <laughs> Third today. February fourth is National Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. Wow. Kids and adults alike. Take off work. Take off school. Even if it's a ice Saturday. cream for breakfast. National Ice take Cream for Breakfast Day. Wow. So was, does that mean you will be participating? Yes. Yes, I know a place. You so, know a place. Um, yes. So that's um, opening at seven seven thirty in the morning. So I'm going to be over there. You're going to be over and, there uh, scooping ice cream? Yeah. Well, I don't think I'll be – well, unless they make me scoop my own. Uh, no. <laughs> but I will be over there. It, yeah, National Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. What flavor will you be scooping? Well, there's new ones, so I got to, you know, mm. they, there's new ones at the place that I frequent. Yeah, so I, it's going to be good. So there you go. For all of you at home and for those of you who don't want to get up and have breakfast, <laughs> For those go of out. you who want to go into the uh, frozen tundra <laughs> hey, and Go out in colder. the six-degree weather and buy ice cream. <laughs> you can leave it on the hood of the car and drive home. Um, it's, uh, yeah, National Ice Cream for Breakfast Day tomorrow cheers to that and go out and buy it tonight so you don't have to go outside kids if you're listening tell your mom and dad that's right it's a holiday national (laughs) ice cream for breakfast day all right i love that okay dipping back into our uh, fan mailbag that we've got going on uh chalupa batman what a name says who wins in a longest drive contest jordan poyer or joshua allen who do you think i think I think Jordan Josh. Poyer, 320. I think Josh. Josh said, he said on Kyle Brandt's podcast how hard, how far he could hit a drive. I can't remember. but oh, I think you can't it, remember? It was three something. Yeah. I can't uh, remember exactly Josh what he is said. so long, and the swing arc is what does, it really helps. But I don't know. Poyer, 320, that's a, Pretty good. It's a good shot. Um, 325. I'm... Yeah, I'm going to put my money on Josh just because he's got more leverage, you know? Mm-hmm. Just He's just bigger. Yeah, I'd say Josh, too. I'd yeah. say myself. Just kidding, no. Uh, Rob, <laughs> Rob says, wait, how how long can you drive it? Not so long anymore. There well, was a day when I would... What's the best? The best I ever yeah. did? I think it was like a 330 plus Ooh, I did back in the okay, day. But that was, you know, okay. that was 30. That was only a year ago. Yeah, it was 27 years ago or something like that. So, yeah. Wow. Now I can't, now I I can yeah, bust you, it as hard as I can. I can, I, yeah, I can't get there. <laughs> just, just don't have it anymore. It's okay. Yeah. My long game is way better than my short game. So oh, yeah? we can pair up. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. We could be a good scramble team. Yeah. Rob says, do you think we see any surprise cuts like Trey White or other big cap hit guys? Uh, there's always a couple of surprises. Last year was a pleasant surprise with the signing of Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also been other surprises that were really good uh, when 
Shady. Yeah, yes, that trade. Um, Matt Milano signing his extension. Uh, Taron Johnson signing his extension. They were very reasonable. Mm-hmm. Didn't break the bank, but they were really good for those players and kind of set them up uh, to be real pros and get and settle in and be long-term vets here with Buffalo. Maybe that would happen, uh, but it's always up to the player to do that. The club is under the constraints that, listen, we, you know, We'll let you be a free agent. You can go out and check it out, but here's our number. And some of the players will say, you know what, I love it here. This is my spot. I'm going to stay. Um, we've seen it happen with Shaq Lawson and Jordan Phillips where they left. Come back. And they said, you know what, i got to get back there. This has been great. So that there is something to be said for that. Uh, but it, it used to be when I first came in the league back in the other century, was that the thing? Um, would, would players be reasonable? There was always reasonable? a surprise. There okay. was always a surprise. You know, like the question said, was mm-hmm. there going to be any surprise? There's always at least one surprise. A veteran, the people like, well, oh, my gosh, he got cut? That kind of thing. Uh, it doesn't happen as often or as, or as regularly now, but it does happen. You know, this I think the game has changed so much because of free agency yeah. and the salary cap that um, – it's more in you can you can see it coming you know people have an idea that's coming so fewer surprises yeah I think we've seen over the last few years we've seen players go out of their way to want to stay in Buffalo and that means taking a little bit less restructuring their contract taking um, a new contract or an extension that may have been a little bit more elsewhere because they want to be a part of what's happening in Buffalo, what's brewing in Buffalo. So I would expect to see some of that this offseason as well, hopefully um, more than just some because there are so many unrestricted free agents right now, a part of this team. Um, we're not going to get all of them back. We, we know that every single year, but it'll be interesting to see out of the, the 24 including restricted how many are Buffalo Bills in yeah. 2023. Some of them will be. Uh, For sure. Some of them will be, a handful at least. But, you know, there's going to be some of these guys are going to walk out and, and they wanna, they, they're going to want to see. You know, for instance, both running – Devin Singletary and Taiwan Jones are both free agents. Devin's going to be out there and – and he played a significant role on a team that was in the playoff run for the last every year of his career. Yeah, and he's always turned it on toward the end of the season. And uh, and it would be interesting. And now certainly running backs, even Saquon Barkley, if he busts out on the open market, they're not going to break the bank like a, a Roquan Smith or a you know no. or Von Miller. It's just a different position. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Plus, there's a ton of running backs available this year so it's a depressed market because there's so many guys they could pick from and the also it's, different. A, it's and it's that position that you always hear about being devalued year over year mm-hmm. we'll see rob uh let's see emily says do you see any further coaching changes well we've seen the safeties, safeties coach, coach uh re- changed out uh and sometimes you'll see, there'll be changes but they won't be at you know certain I don't think there's there's not going to be any changes at the coordinator level to me uh there won't be unless one of the coordinators just is Gets there a job he says, elsewhere. yeah he says I'm done I'm going to go some do something yeah. else um I don't sense any of that happening so 
while technically there probably is going to, you know, some new quality control guys, the guys that have been grinding away in the film room, like mush, you know, they've been in a cave, like a mushroom for <laughs> three years doing the, doing the quality control. Maybe they're saying, listen, I got a chance to be a, an assistant coach someplace yeah. and get out of the film room. So that those kind of changes may happen, but in a, in a more major way than Jimmy Salgado and, and Joe Dana, probably not. I'd say there's going to be far less changes this year than there were last year. Right. Last year, I think we welcomed over 10 new coaches into the building this year. Uh, don't think it's going to be as many. All right. Bills for the money. What are the differences working on the set of other shows in the offseason in comparison to during the season? Well, we talk about a lot other more shows. Than- what other shows? <laughs> One Bills Live post-game show. I, the oh. Sean McDermott show doesn't go. I mean, yeah. we don't do that. We don't do our post-game show or right. pre-game show. You're not going to do any more M&M shows? Or are you going to do those? Well, we gonna be in- we're done for this season. But I had a conversation with Micah over the phone. We were going to try and squeeze in one more this season. Right. Um, but Micah was busy packing up the house, not, not yeah, moving yeah. by any means. He's not moving anywhere. Just packing up and heading back to California, which is where they spend the off season. Um, so we couldn't squeeze one more and wish we could have, but he did say very interested in doing this next season. Right. Um, so we're trying to figure out, do we want to do it weekly next season? Do we want to do it every other week? Um, so that's in the works. We could do one as early as April when the guys yeah. come back. So for, yeah, that was for, fun to do. Yeah. For those of, you who don't know this is these are the same two seats that marty and duffer sit in mm-hmm. for their pregames for the sabers so we yeah we have to keep our workspace nice we share and tidy our space for those guys, so. yes is but, yours um, nice and tidy yes well <laughs> it's tidy enough sometimes uh, but that's you know and it's interesting too because i know you do this too once in a while uh, during the season we have guy like when we're doing the Miami Dolphins come we have Armando Salguero on the show. Yep. We're doing Arizona. We'll have well, like Manucci came on mm-hmm. um, this last week, and we'll have other players like you know playing New Orleans or whatever. We'll have you know when we played Cincinnati, we had uh, Dave Laffham come on the the color analyst. So we do the same thing and reciprocate for other cities. So you can imagine when the Bills and particularly well when Demar's incident when Demar had a, his cardiac arrest. Luckily, the club said don't do any, but we I got literally a, over a dozen requests to, yeah. s- to come on different shows around the country mm-hmm. in Chicago and L.A. and Seattle and San Francisco and Houston and Miami. All these stations wanted some input from people in the organization about it. So we do that a ton during the regular season. Every time you're playing a team, you go on their radio, seems like, right? So um, that's kind of – Par for down. the course, yeah. yeah. So that's really. Other than that, everything everything quiets down now in the off season because yeah. nobody's got anything. I know uh, we but don't we don't do as much during the off season. This if, show stays on. If say for instance, if, live. if say the Jets or the Dolphins or uh, New England, if they were in the head coaching search, we would talk. Up, we would go on with Leger Doosable. Would come on with us. He does mm-hmm. the Jets stuff. He'd come back and talk to us about their new head coach if they got one. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. And we do that, you know, if that happened here as well. If there's any major story coming out of one of the NFL cities, we kind of reciprocate visitations. But that's the only other shows we're on. Yeah. But One Bills Live stays on throughout the offseason. Not a too many of these constant. shows. Right? Yeah. Not too many teams have a 
No, I've I talk. I have a big group text with all the team reporters across the NFL, and I think there's only a handful of teams that do a daily radio show, and right. I don't think any team does a two-hour daily radio show. I know we used to be three hours, but quite a bit to do in the off-season. But you know what? The I'm NFL so likes to stay busy in the off-season. It seems like there's always <laughs> something to talk about in all these tentpole events that right. happen in the off-season. It makes the NFL season really seem like a year-long season, uh, not really just half a year um, what the guys are doing on the field for those 18 weeks of the regular season and beyond we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to wrap things up here and say goodbye to y'all for the weekend this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. So don't go anywhere. We're One Bills Live, presented by Clyde Health on Buffalo Bills Radio. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday afternoon in our final segment of the show, heading to the weekend. What did we learn today, Steve? It was great to have Greg Cosell on yeah, and chat Greg, with us about Greg had a ton of stuff going some on. of our players who are going to be free agents the problem is and we we discussed it in the first segment of the show we asked about you know Tremaine Edmonds and how important he was to the middle of the defense and he said yeah he is and I he's great he's it's a position that how tough is it to replace that position mm-hmm. as opposed to you know wide receiver one or or yeah or per, for instance the Jordan Poyer conversation Jordan Poyer Jordan is Poyer's, probably more important yeah, to the defense Jordan which is Poyer is actually yeah. more important more vital and more difficult to replace and more, so, therefore, more valuable. Uh-huh. Uh, even at his take. age, it's an interesting take because you think, well, Jordan Poirier's a little nicked up. He's having trouble staying healthy, and he's 35, da, 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 da. But we talked about yesterday this defense is built from their secondary up. 
They yes. invested into their secondary earlier on, and based on the way the NFL is today. They had better success investing in their secondary. They got good players. Yeah. They, you know, even in Christian Benford and Dane Jackson, along with Tredavious White, along with Poirier and Hyde, and all those assets they, they threw into that secondary all kind of played. And Taron Johnson. And you look at the re reflection in the front, the defensive end, the young guys, type of those guys have not been as good on their end of the defense mm -hmm. as those young players have been on the back end. So, what yeah, it's an interesting say? problem. Yeah. Well, we'll be back on Monday afternoon to discuss more about the Buffalo Bills free agency, who could be a part of this team, who maybe couldn't be a part of this team, and more on Monday. So make sure you join us Monday afternoon. Have a good weekend, everybody. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.